Welcome to Hello Church, episode 64. I'm Wade Bearden. And I'm Justin Trapp. And you know, Wade, there are different types of small groups. Yes. Today, we're going to be talking about a very particular type of small group, which is a sermon-based small group, and why you should consider using this type of small group at your church. Yeah, so let's walk through some of the different small groups, and then we'll define sermon-based small group and how we how we're going to talk about that today. A couple different types of small groups. One would be considered an interest group, and so this is a little bit different than the small group or connect groups that we're used to. It's built really around more fellowship. Fellowship, yeah. Yeah, so softball, softball, running club, a video video game club. Yeah. If you're not careful, it just becomes a way just to hang out, right? Which could be good, right? So you have these interest-based groups. Uh, the next form of a small group would be more of a Bible study driven small yeah. group where the leader is teaching from so God's sp- word yeah, spiritual emphasis and, on and the, the group and they're provide they're receiving feedback comments uh, discussion from the group so almost like a hybrid Sunday school class and, and some groups have both right some yeah. groups have the interest they start with the interest mainly around food and then you have the, you know mm-hmm. the, the, the Bible study aspect uh, what we're gonna be talking about today is a sermon based small group leaning into this model we think it could be beneficial for your church I mean all of these have their benefits right and, uh, but we're going to be talking about this one today. Yeah, so we lean into this at Ministry Pass. So Ministry Pass, we bundle together sermon series, and we give you research help and illustration ideas as a pastor as you build your message. Included in those bundles are discussion questions. Usually we have five to seven questions, and they're all about the text you're preaching and the message that you're preaching. So a sermon-based small group would be where a group of people get together, and of course they have fellowship and they have fun, but they're really there to discuss the text that you just preached this past Sunday and Mm -hmm. your message. And this can be really good for a number of different ways, but it it allows them to dig in. And I I think one of the first things that jumps out to me whenever I do this method, and I've used this in the past, is that it's really helpful for people, leaders who may not, Feel like they're gifted in terms of communication uh they they like to lead discussion but maybe they say well getting a passage of the bible and like teaching through it i just don't know if i'm there yet what they use with this sermon base is they're basically saying hey we're just taking what the pastors expounded on with the bible passage we're going a little bit deeper and we're thinking through how this applies to our life yeah, I think it's actually a little bit easier to find this type of leader, right? Because they're more of a facilitator than a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a lot of people in your church, that, well, depending on the size of your church, of course, uh, that feel comfortable teaching a Bible study. And so uh, because there's less of these type of people available, you know, s- sometimes it's harder to get volunteers for your different Bible study groups. So if you, ha- if you use this model, like Wade said, it's a little bit easier. Uh, they're more facilitator. They're asking questions, and you, you've given them the questions. And like we mentioned, Ministry Pass has a series of, of small groups uh, questions for every sermon series that we have. So um, it makes it a lot easier. And usually what we're doing is we're formulating the questions in a way that, uh, you know, your sermon has sort of answered these questions, and now we're going back to, like, the tension or what, mm-hmm. what, is, the, what is the sermon or what is the passage resolving. We're sort of talking about that issue or... Um, you know, uh, that tension there. Mm -hmm. And what a person can do is they can open up 
read the passage and then say, hey, here, here's the big idea of the passage, the big idea of the message. You could even send them your notes if you wanted to, and they could say there were three main points. Here were the three main points. Uh, now let's start discussing what this, what this passage means and how we can apply this to our lives. So I think it's easy. That's reason number one. It's easier for people to kind of jump in and lead that discussion. Second reason, and this is this is something that you probably already realized, but it increases the impact of your message. So mm-hmm. if you really want people to grasp that message and dig in deep, to be reminded of it throughout the week, if you include it in your sermon-based small groups, you're really digging deeper and you're pushing your people to say, okay, I heard this and I said, amen, and I thought it was really great, but how does this change what I think about, what I believe and, and how I act in my day-to-day life. Well, when you're preaching a sermon, it's a one-way street, right? It's mm-hmm. a one-way street of communication. You're up there talking. Everyone's being respectful and, and listening. Um, and and you're, pres- you're making a presentation, really. Mm-hmm. Th- this model is really about you know, the, having a conversation and, and fostering and encouraging that conversation mm-hmm. around the presentation, which further adds impact, adds, uh, you know, further connects to, to, you know, your Sunday message. Yeah. Well, think about even television and entertainment. Now there's this level of connectivity that that's never been there before. Mm -hmm. People are sending in tweets. uh, People are voting. People are sending in messages. I love watching a sporting event while, oh, you know, following on Twitter, the conversation that's happening on Twitter about like, like a big UFC fight or something. Yeah. And people are accustomed to that now, mm-hmm. and then they go in church, and if you're not careful, they can feel like, okay, they're just talking to me, but I don't have a chance to ask questions or respond. I have no voice. Yeah, and this is your way of saying, hey, if you have questions about this, we would love to get you in a small group. And so it leads to the third point that we're going to talk about. This is, once again, this is kind of basic, but it really encourages people to come on both the weekends and during the midweek uh, small groups. And so you say, Hey, like we want you to come on Sunday because we're going to be talking about this, but you should really also come to small groups. If you'd never done that before, because we want to give you an opportunity to respond to Mm -hmm. the message. And I think that that is just a huge win and encourages the participation. And it says, Hey, this isn't just a Sunday deal. Like this is, this is a whole way of life and, and we want to involve you in our lives. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we, we, we already, uh, address this, but another point is that it gives people an opportunity to ask mm-hmm. questions. I think we've talked about this before. And I, I won't, but, but encourage people in your small groups to share what God is doing in their lives through, mm-hmm. through the message, through, through the group. Uh, what, you know, what do they love about the message? What do they love about the passage yeah. this week? Ask those questions as well. Yeah. Those are easy questions to ask, right? Yeah. And I love to hear this Ask them what they didn't understand about the message yeah, or what they, what they wish they knew. Mm-hmm. And you can talk through that. Some, some of your leaders might be like, I can answer that question. Some of your leaders might say, oh, let's, let's, That's a great question. Yeah, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to the pastor this week and, and we're going to come back well, next week. Well, especially if you're in a sermon series, if, yeah. if a small group leader is able to give feedback to the pastor, mm-hmm. like, Hey, we had a few people ask about this. You mentioned this, or you oh, mentioned yeah. this character or this passage. Could you elaborate on that a little more mm-hmm. uh if you know if permitted uh, especially if your sermons here you can actually circle back to that yeah and uh, address that i think yeah. that's great and just constantly asking your leaders and saying hey what do people don't understand what do they not understand about my message and that can help you as a communicator 
too, because you're like, wow, I'm just, I think I'm hitting this point every week and I'm missing it. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's this danger, right? If you're a pastor to, to sort of like feel overwhelmed, like by the thought of the congregation mm-hmm. giving you feedback on your sermon, we're not actually saying you should do that. We're saying like, Hey, if they are giving feedback, m- note it, like, like mm-hmm. measure that, you know, f- yeah. if there's data there, uh, have someone record that data so you can analyze it. Because mm-hmm. you may have a certain way of communicating something, like your communication style, that just stuff gets lost in the translation. And I think if you care, right, about growing as a communicator, you'd want to know that so that you can address that. Or maybe yeah. you actually meant to cover that and you forgot uh, during the message. Um, and so they're actually reminding you to go revisit that. So I think, you know, we're not saying, hey, you know, ha- ask people to give critical feedback on your sermon in your congregation. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. But just trying to help people to understand that message. Yeah. And that's what you really want. This also creates consistency mm-hmm. in your group. It's like week in and week out, we're going to do that week's sermon. And so if you miss or if things get changed, you really kind of have this roadmap of here's where we're going to go. And I think that's really important. And it also encourages people of different faith stages and ages to connect. And so yeah. in your small group, which I, I'm a big fan of small groups being diverse, not just your group of friends and not just your age group, but people who are older and who are younger. And so if you're speaking about a particular topic in a small group, uh, one of the younger couples can say, hey, this is, this is how this impacts my life. It also gives opportunities for those, so those individuals who've been doing this for decades and who are a part of the faith family uh, to say, who are older, to say, hey, this is, here's some advice that I learned on how to apply this passage to my life. And I think that could be super helpful. And it gives, it really lends, takes the message of your message and lends it to a whole group of new voices. And I think that can be important. I really do. Yep. This will also uh, save you preparation time. So mm-hmm. uh, your small group leaders don't have to prepare their own content or topics. You know, one of the, one of the, main comments that we get from pastors is a they don't have people at their church that mm-hmm. can be on their preaching team that's sort of the struggle right mm-hmm. i would love to have a preaching team i just don't have anybody or or b right i would love to have more small group leaders but we just don't have anyone i think if mm-hmm. you can have a sermon based small group that that center around questions it's a lot like i mentioned it's just a lot easier to find volunteers for this and sometimes your church could have twice as many small groups if you had the the volunteers or the leaders uh, available mm-hmm. and, and you don't because you just haven't been able to identify those because maybe the bar is a little bit too high on like, hey, they need to be able to teach a, a Bible study. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it also makes it easier to recruit leaders. I think I'm sort of we're saying some of the same things here based mm-hmm. around our points, but yeah. um, you know, it's easier to equip your leaders. It's easier to recruit them. Yeah. Um, multiple small groups are covering the same thing. Like, yeah if not all of your small groups. And so again, it's sort of all working together for the common message uh, from the weekend. It all works together, whether they're meeting midweek or they're meeting like on a Sunday evening or whatever. Yeah. It creates a unity and and it creates within that unity. You're all kind of going in the same direction, but if there's a group of new believers, you can approach the topic differently and say, okay, this, the meaning of the text is here, but maybe how it applies to you is different. If it's a group of people who've been in the church for decades, you could push deeper into mm-hmm. some of those topics that that are that need to be explored. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think that's fantastic. We would love to hear your takeaways 
for this episode, you can hashtag tweet us on Twitter or on Facebook using the hashtag HelloChurchPod. You can also comment on YouTube. We'd love to get your thoughts. I don't think you should do sermon-based small groups all the time, but I think sure. you should do it sometimes. And for, for many people, it might even be most of the time. So let us know if you're doing this and let us know how it works. Yeah, what type of small groups are you uh-huh. utilizing at your church? Yeah. Are you using all? All of them? Yeah, one of them, two of them. We'd love to hear that. We're going to be talking about sermon evaluations to improve your preaching next week on the show. We mentioned how small groups can do that, but how can you evaluate your preaching with honest critiques that yep. will help you grow as a communicator? We're going to be discussing that. That's going to be a fun one. I'm excited about that because the, as the old saying goes, right? You don't get what you expect. Mm-hmm. You get what you inspect. And mm. sometimes in order to grow as a communicator, yeah. you've got to inspect the product, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see you next time. See you.